the catch have you been working hard and has nothing to show pastor encourages from luke chapter 5 you are about to get the catch of your life jesus is stepping in your prayer wasn't for nothing this message also explains the game changers that will change your story amen let's open our bibles to a very familiar scripture the gospel of luke chapter 5 and um, verses 1 to 5 gospel of luke chapter 5 verses 1 to 5 i we don't have time to read through the whole five verses so i'm just going to uh, ask you to listen from the message version of the bible verses uh, yeah verses 1 to 5 <laughs> <laughs> Let's read Luke chapter Gospel of Luke chapter 5 verses 1 to 5 the message version Once when he was standing on the shore of Lake Gennesaret mm. the crowd was pushing in on him to better hear the word of God mm. He noticed two boats tied up He noticed two boats tied up The fishermen had just left them and were out scrubbing their nets Yes He climbed into the boat that was Simon's and asked him to put out a little from the shore mm. sitting there using the boat for a pulpit wow using the boat for a pulpit he taught the crowd he taught the crowd when he finished teaching when he finished teaching he said to simon push out into deep water and let out your nets for a catch for a catch simon said master we've been fishing hard all night master we have been fishing hard all night and have caught even a minnow that's the smallest of fish okay but if you say so i will let out the nets it was no sooner said than done a huge haul of fish straining the nets past capacity they waved to their partners in other boats to come and help them they filled both the boats amen Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. Tonight I want to title the message The Catch. Open your mouth and say The Catch. The catch. Peter was a success. He started with nothing but ended with two boats full of blessing. It doesn't matter how you start in life but may your latter days amen. be full of blessing amen 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 yes he was a zero who turned into a hero amen. he would have been a ridicule but instead he was a candidate for a miracle amen. he was a failure but he moved from that to favor he was empty but went into plenty amen. He was frustrated but came out celebrated from suffering to surplus may your story change this year may the hand of the lord come upon you and out of nothingness may god give you a surplus if you believe that god will do for you lift up your voice lift up the name of jesus and lift up the holy name of jesus and give him the glory tonight let the presence of god come upon you can you imagine having fished all night he's coming into the land with empty nets and an empty boat the frustration the pain the sadness the failure feeling he fished all night for his efforts he's got nothing to show for all the hard work for all his expertise in fishing he's got nothing For all your effort if you can show something it is mm, good but for all your efforts if we can show nothing it sounds like my degree exam nothing to show not clear a single paper delete that part <laughs> that's a joke you don't have to do that amen 
Peter standing by the bullshitty that we would say feeling frustrated everybody is speaking about their catch and Peter's got no catch but you're about to get the catch of your life God wants somebody to know you're going to get the catch of your life everybody is showing forth something that they've labored for this guy has got nothing nothing just emptiness frustrated sad but the Bible uses the word of the two boats that were there Jesus stepped into the boat of Simon tonight somebody who is listening to me tonight uh, who have got nothing with your life done nothing with your life just frustrated uh, let me tell you tonight prophetically Jesus is about to step into your boat open your mouth and say Jesus come into my boat uh, Jesus step into my life uh, Jesus come into my boat sometimes you know you, you don't understand the Lord sometimes God waits for you to come to that situation before he can step in why not early Lord why should I be a ridicule in front of all these people I did my masters in fishing came out of the Cochin Fisheries College <laughs> but I got nothing to show forth for it but sometimes God waits Many of you have got this question, Lord, why didn't you come before? But sometimes God waits. God waits. We don't understand why, but it is for the good. Amen. Don't lose your faith in Him. Yes. Amen. Even if people should write you off, don't write yourself off. If people should say, this guy will never catch anything, don't write yourself off. Don't discourage yourself. Uh, let people discourage you. Let people put you off uh, with their words. But you don't put yourself out. Uh, because the Bible says, Do not gloat over me, my enemy. Uh, though I have fallen, I will rise again. Uh, for the Lord will help. Uh, he will get you. He will, he will, he will hold you. Uh, he will bring you through. Uh, don't, don't have this failure feelings. Uh, because your story will change. The Bible says the stone which the builders rejected as worthless, not kept apart, rejected. I'm a person who's gone through much rejection. I've got this fear of rejection inside of my heart. Nobody wants to be rejected. Here the Bible says Jesus himself, the stone which the builders rejected as worthless, nothing good is worthless and threw away. He didn't keep aside. became the topmost stone the chief stone the one that will adorn that house the chief stone some of you hallelujah you've been rejected as worthless and thrown away but your story will change because of Jesus hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord open your mouth and say my story will change I believe in the gospel I believe in God's word I believe in Jesus Christ my story will change the rejected stone became the cornerstone became the capstone became the stone of significance became the most beautiful stone hallelujah your story will change don't lose your faith in Christ God sometimes waits in David's life. Psalms 3. God, David is saying, Many are they who say there is no help for him in God. And those who trouble me have increased. But Psalms 3. But thou, O Lord, are the glory and the lifter of my head. Wow. Many have they who have increased who trouble me saying there is no hope for him in God David you worshiped God for nothing you sang to him for nothing David you fasted for nothing David hallelujah you received that anointing all over your life for nothing there is no help for you in God look at your life you are in the wilderness you have not seen the fulfillment of a promise how can you trust in God but David would boldly say thou O Lord are the glory and the lifter up of my head
achieve for me the glory and the lifter of my head. Many are they that rise up against me, many are they that say to my soul, There is no help for him in God. Sometimes God waits for people to gossip about you and say, there's no help for him in God. Snana petradu, ubu asichadu, prathichadu, levem vardayipay, kandile, praise the Lord, hallelujah. There is no help for him in God. But you can boldly say, Thou, O Lord, are a shield for me, the glory and the lifter of my head. O Lord, are a shield for me. The glory and the lifter of my head For thou, O Lord, art a shield for me My glory and the lifter of my head Amen Praise the Lord God will prove you Amen Say that with me God will God will Prove me Prove me God will bless me God will bless me Amen Jesus stepped into the boat that belonged to Simon out of two boats out of two businesses Jesus will step in to your business why the word is favor because God favored Peter Simon what is favor? Favored, favorable, favorite, favoritism. You see, all these words are interlinked. It has, in simple words, it means God is heading for you. God is heading for your boat. Don't look at somebody else's board and say, everybody is doing bad. He also got nothing. Oh, he also got nothing. COVID times, everybody is in trouble. Don't generalize it. You are different. Open your mouth and say, I am different. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God will favor me. God will favor me. God will favor me. God will favor me. Favorable. He will be favorable to me. I'm God's favorite. Favoritism, God's favorite will be shown favoritism. May God show you, may people show you favor, I mean, may you know, God show you favoritism. Practice favoritism on you. It can drive some people off when somebody does that to somebody. Of all the boats, of all the people. Hey, why did, why did God choose him? We don't know, but that's favor. Even in this COVID time, I want you to open your mouth by faith and see if you're hearing this message, it's because you're God's favorite. Jesus is heading for your boat. Two boats needed help, but Jesus got to the house of Simon Peter, the boat of Simon Peter. Hallelujah. Don't look at other person's boat and say, oh, hallelujah. No, 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 no. Look, Jesus is entering your boat. Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. If you're working in a company, don't say, nobody's getting paid. You will get paid. If you're born in India, don't say, nobody in India is getting, you know, sanctions for this particular business. Don't say that. You're not India. You are not somebody else in the company. You are somebody whom God has set his eye upon. Whoa. Amen. Don't say nobody in my age is run this marathon. You are different. <laughs> they don't say nobody at my age can have a baby. You are different. They say nobody at my age can do well in business. You are different. You have called on the name of Jesus Christ. You are God's favorite. 
your setback simon a temporary you're going to make a comeback in style put up your collar and say i'm going to make a comeback in style i've had my setbacks but i'm going to come back come on show an attitude at your home hallelujah one of faith up say <laughs> i'm going to come back i'm going to come back in style because god is for me your story is not finished what you said you won't get you will get it abundantly what you said you won't get you will get it abundantly whether it be a job whether it be money whether it be health whether it be a good marriage whether it be children what said you won't get you will get it abundantly don't say you are of oh you are all don't say it is too late oh blessed be the name of jesus you will get it abundantly what you looked for all night will come looking for you all day രണ്ടായിരത്തി പതിനെട്ടിലും പത്തൊമ്പതിലും ഇരുപത് തൊന്നിലും ഇരുപതിലും ഇരുപത്തൊന്നിലും ഒക്കെ ഞാൻ അന്വേഷിച്ചു പോയത് എന്നെ അന്വേഷിച്ച് രണ്ടായിരത്തി ഇരുപത്തിരണ്ടിൽ വരും ഗുഡവാല ഹൗശേരി ഘടകം വാട്ട് ഐ ലുക്ക് ഫോർ ഓൾ നൈറ്റ് വിൽ കം ലുക്കിംഗ് ഫോർ മീ ഓൾ ത്രൂ ദ ഡേ ബിക്കോസ് ജീസസ് ഇസ് ഇൻ മൈ ബോഡ് ആൻഡ് വിത്ത് ജീസസ് ഇൻ മൈ ബോഡ് ഐ കെൻ When Jesus in my boat I can smile in the storm while I'm sailing home while I'm sailing home while I'm sailing home while I'm sailing home with Jesus in my boat I can smile in the storm Smile in the storm smile in the storm with Jesus in my boat I can smile in the storm when I'm sailing home 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 with Jesus in my boat I can dance in the storm dance in the storm dance in the storm with Jesus in my boat I can dance in the storm when I'm sailing home oh when I'm sailing home Amen. The same river where you got nothing will give you. The very job that got you nothing will produce for you. The very business that got you nothing will produce for you. Amen. The very thing that made you cry all night will make you laugh. The very thing that made you cry all night will make you laugh. Just don't give up. don't give up now say that with me i won't give up now you are that close to a miracle the failure of yesterday cannot stop the success of tomorrow the failure of yesterday cannot stop the success of tomorrow something good is about to happen The failure of yesterday cannot stop the success of tomorrow when you have Jesus in the boat. I am speaking to some of the people who are feeling a sense of failure. The Lord is setting you free from that. Your breakthrough is coming, your miracle is coming. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Be expectant. You are on the brink of something. Glory unto the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Peter is a mentor this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Something good is about to happen. Something good. 
Something good is in store We're together again Just praising the Lord Something good is going to happen Something good is in store We're together again Just praising the Lord Amen Hallelujah So the game changer Were two things, two game changers One is a person His name is Jesus do you have Jesus in your heart, in your life? You tuned in today for the first time or maybe for a few months now. Have you called on Jesus? Is he your savior, Lord? The first game changer was Jesus. I'm not a motivational speaker. But the word of God will motivate you. <laughs> I preach Christ. Jesus. Amen. The son of God. The greatest privilege or the blessing that I have in my life is to take this Bible and preach Jesus. Out of every page, out of every story, out of every song, to lift up the name of Jesus. He is the game changer. The one who created the heavens and the earth. The fish will follow him. He doesn't have to go looking for the fish. The fish will follow him. The fish will follow him. The fishes know when the Son of God is in the boat, the fish will follow. Amen. The second is the attitude. Peter's attitude. Say Peter's attitude. Amen. Amen. Peter's attitude. See, can I tell you something? Look at that. In the, in the message Bible, the, the verses 5 and 6. Simon said, Master, we've been fishing hard all night and haven't caught even a minnow. But if you say so, I let out the nets. It was no sooner said than done. A huge haul of fish straining the nets past capacity. I want you to understand or write down the word past capacity. That's the message Bible. A huge haul of fish came in. But the boat could have sunk. The nets were almost, the word used there is almost broke. In other words, if one more fish got in, the net would have broken. If one more fish jumped in, the boat would have sunk. Why? Because it was below capacity. 2022 is also a capacity building year. God wants to bring in the surplus. But you've got to build the capacity. You've got to make room. The container can't be too small for the content. There is content, but the container is too small. Peter had not prepared for what God was about to bring to him. His idea of breakthrough was different from that of Jesus. He wanted a blessing, but maybe his success is relative. For some people, just having their pocket full might be great success. For some people, it might be more than the pocket. For some people, it might be a drum full. Some, for some, it might be a battle for a tank full. For some people, it might be the river full. For some people, it might be the sea. For some people, it might be the ocean full. So there is even capacity of faith. For example, in, in, I think it is in uh, the two blind men. The two blind men who came to Jesus and got a healing. Jesus said, 
what did he say may it be according done unto you according to your faith read that scripture may it be done to you according to your faith so the levels of faith if you only want healing for your eyes you can have it but if you want your faith is also strong enough for your poverty to go where you can have a home of your own that is the way it is going to be it is according to the capacity of your faith somebody might just want a healing but somebody might need more than a healing they're believing in god trusting in god for more for some person it might be just one house lord if you can just give me just a small house there's nothing wrong with that for another person it might be lord give me a big house but is your capacity of faith in looking to the lord for some person it might be lord i want three four houses there's nothing wrong with that if you trust god to give you that he can give you that so even faith has got a capacity so you you, you want to come from zero to surplus but this just can be a good interesting sermon for some of you get a few notes no few points but some of you you're saying oh lord i want to increase my capacity what you got for me god i want it my level has to change i don't want the container to be too small for the content for some of you you might just want to sing a song for the lord but some of you might have the faith to trust in god to give you songs i know for preacher during this one lockdown i mean this lockdown he wrote over 150 songs 150 songs he trusted god to give him 150 songs for some of you it is like if i can read the bible just one time through the year i know of a preacher friend who preached i mean who read the bible 15 times last year the whole bible genesis to revelation and you can't even finish reading luke's gospel of chapter 5 verses 1 to 5 <laughs> see this the capacity to ask god and to believe god and to receive your idea of breakthrough should be in harmony with see if you want more god can give you more it should be in harmony with what god has got for you open your mouth and say i need this year to be a capacity building year amen the lord asked me sometime back son do you have faith and i remember years back when we were to build the hall the church hall the lord said as big as you build it i will fill it i only had faith for that <laughs> we didn't have so many people in the church at that time but i only had faith for that hall then i had to repent and say lord i'm sorry in second kings chapter 4 there is a widow the wife a widow the, the she, she was the wife of a prophet her sons are going to be taken as slaves she is in debt and the prophet comes to her and says listen the oil shall flow bring as many vessels as possible and the bible uses the word very clearly the prophet said prophet gave a clue let not the vessels be few so how much is more how much is few that depends on you are you with me she went and she picked up vessels from everywhere around and brought it and the oil kept filling those when the vessels were over the oil stopped god had more for the widow but she had no capacity and god doesn't waste resources some people god anoints and then they just give him annoyance <laughs> they just annoy him 
he won't give me more oil or anointing if he feels that i'm not releasing my faith or accountable to him and saying lord here are the vessels fill my cup lord some of you it might be just fill my cup for some of you it might be just lord fill my whole life just not a cup i just want the all the plates everything fill the whole tank fill the oceans in my life fill every part of my life fill the catch the catch is this build your capacity what you call full might be empty to me sometimes ask somebody are you filled with god's word they say yeah 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 i am filled i said okay well, what filled you what scripture filled you and they just quote one scripture yeah this point touched me and i was like overflowing <laughs> but sometimes you, i can read through you know five chapters of the bible eat and just feel so empty and i said lord i need more i just need more some people are say very proud of a cycle they have but that's a capacity i believed in god for a cycle there's nothing wrong with that god bless you god give you the best cycle and may you cycle fast and safe but don't look upon somebody when they're going on a super bike lord bless me one more of that Joshua chapter 3 was 5 we know that scripture we looked at that we were we could look at that in the new year but that was one of the scriptures on the first sunday that i wanted to share Joshua 3:5 and Joshua said unto the people and Joshua said unto the people sanctify yourselves for tomorrow the lord will do wonders among you see another version says prepare yourself today for the sake of tomorrow yourself today for the sake of tomorrow increase your capacity or sanctify yourself or set yourself apart because you're trusting in God for your tomorrow tomorrow I'll do wonders but prepare today when the tomorrow comes some people will see wonder and others will just wonder it depends on you Are you with me? It depends on how you prepared. It is not what God can give you, but what you can take. Or what you're ready for, or what you're prepared for. Uh, look at that same scripture in the TLB version, the T, uh, the Living Bible, the Living Bible. That's the TLB. Then Joshua told the people to purify themselves for tomorrow he said the lord will do a great miracle tomorrow i'll do a great miracle see that's peter experienced miracle tomorrow i'll do a great miracle but prepare yourself today for that miracle the pro- the angel came to the prophet elijah and said take eat drink there's a journey to take you got to go through the road the breakthrough road just run 40 days and 40 nights so that's how we prepare he ate there are some of you who want to be great ministers of the gospel but you don't just eat the word you don't drink what which the angel gives you and you want to go into high places you want to travel the breakthrough road but you're not taking it sometimes for you to go high you got to go low it's preparation to pass more you have to study more 
Yeah, my, my brother, Jameshad, I, I mean, all of my brothers used to study, but Jameshad was all the time studying, you know. He, was, he used to make me nervous just by his studying, you know. He, used to, he had nervous energy, he would be walking around and studying and then take a, a coffee or whatever and then just come and walk and study and then rush to have a bath and come back and study and <laughs> <laughs> That's how he was. <laughs> so he became an engineer. He studied more, became an engineer. You study less, you become a preacher. <laughs> That's a joke. It's a calling. Sanctify yourself. Joshua 3, verse 5. For tomorrow I'll do a miracle. See, many people, they want the miracle, but they're trying to sanctify others. You prepare yourself and you get a miracle. It is not you preparing somebody else. Do something for yourself so that God can do something for you. Most people are just trying to Correct others and change others. Hello, the miracle is waiting for you. Prepare yourself. And I will intervene in your life. I'll bring in the breakthrough. I will work wonders. I will bring you to surplus. Your zero will turn into uh, you becoming a hero. I will do something. I will visit you specially. John the Baptist would say, Prepare the way of the Lord. I am the one, the voice in the wilderness, crying for, prepare the way of the Lord. And Isaiah puts it very beautifully, the 40th chapter of Isaiah, verses 3 to 5. It says there, that the mountains might be brought low, the valleys might be lifted up, the rough might be made smooth, that the glory of God might be revealed. So before the glory comes, there is a preparation. Prepare the way of the Lord. Peter just brought his regular net and got into his regular boat and said, Let's go. Kittya kitti, poya poi. And he said, We'll try it out. With your regular thought process, at my age, who will marry me? What will happen? Will I be able to have a child? Ah, the doctors have given up. What? For me to have success? Life? For God to use me? Yeah. Prepare yourself. Hallelujah. Hmm. Glory unto the name of Jesus. I like that word, almost, almost. See, the, the boat almost sank. Put one more fish, it'll sink. Almost. The camel is carrying the load of straw. And then they put in one more straw and suddenly the camel's back is broken. So that was the last straw. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so many of you want the miracle, but you're carrying your old... God actually stopped the fish so Peter wouldn't sink. I want you to write this word. God doesn't want you to be a DBB. Say that with me. D B B D. Hmm? That's what Appan calls you. D. No. <laughs> D B B. Destroyed by blessing. God didn't want that to happen to Peter. Many a time as a pastor, sometimes when I bury, I mean, when, when you've got to do the funeral, when you bury people, sometimes I think instead of putting RIP, I should put the DBB. Destroyed by blessing. They didn't have the capacity to manage that blessing. God made them beautiful, but they didn't know how to handle that beauty. God gave them money, they just didn't know how to handle it. God gave them work, 
messed up that place. God gave them good friends. Because of friends, they don't have time for Jesus now. Those friends destroy their family life. God gave them a good husband. They don't have the capacity to manage that. Look at the scripture, Acts 12 verse 21. Here, Acts 12, it's in the New Testament, the 12th chapter. Are you with me tonight? Oh, hallelujah. Acts 12 verse 21, speaking about Herod. And upon a set day, Herod... And upon a set day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat upon his throne and made an oration unto them. He was an orator, great skills. And the people gave a shout saying, this is the voice of God and not a man. And he did not know how to handle that. He didn't have the capacity to give glory to God. He said, yeah, put the collar up. <laughs> and the angel of God struck him. Are you with me? Couldn't handle the praise. Couldn't handle the recognition. The Lord told me sometime back, you know, just about a couple of years back, the Lord told me about, He said, told me, son, you're encouraging people too much. You've given them such hope and such freedom, they don't know how to handle it. Now they are feeling so called in the Lord. They, say, they feel they're called. They're great men and women of God. They're going to destroy their lives. So suddenly I realized I shouldn't pat them too much on the back now. God actually stopped the blessing of the fish. God could have given him more, but Peter can't handle more. God was actually saving Peter from himself. There are people whom God has blessed with a marriage and at the moment they got married, now they don't want Jesus, they don't want the church, they don't want anything to do with God's work. No time for that. I got to impress my wife. I got to impress my husband. See, if, if I had a million dollars, I have it in the glory bag, not with me, but if I had a million dollars, I love my daughters very much, but I won't give them. My eldest one is turning seven. I won't give her that because I love her too much. She doesn't have the capacity to manage that. Not because I don't love her. Not because I don't care for her. But she just doesn't have the capacity to handle that. There has to be a capacity to handle praise, to handle criticism, to handle pressure, to handle discipline, to handle correction. That attitude, the catch is there. But this is also the catch. Imagine, you know, you have a very beautiful car or a bike or whatever, and your 10-year-old kid comes and says, Daddy, can I take the car out? You're not going to give that car because they don't have the capacity, the mature. What I mean by capacity there is the mature. They might know driving, but you know how young, youngsters are? We were all once young and we're still young. Others grow up, we're just still young. <laughs> when you are young and you see a car or a bike, all that you can think of is speed. You look at the speedometer. Okay, how can I touch that? But you look at a mature person who's buying a car, he'll say, how much mileage? See, he's not looking at the speedometer. He's looking at something else. That is capacity. The youngster is only looking at the speedometer. Okay, this fast. Look at 1 Timothy chapter 3 verse 6. Look at in relation with ministry. We're learning something here. If you can understand this by the Holy Ghost, your life is secure. 1 Timothy chapter 3 verse 6. Not a novice, lest being lifted up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. See, look at the 
first verse it says if any man desire the office of a bishop that word means the one who would like to preside or be a leader if anyone desires that let him not be a novice because if he is a novice then he'll be lifted up with pride and fall into the same condemnation of the devil See, there is a maturity of faith you need to have to handle leadership. Many a leader that I put forth didn't have that maturity. When you study the scripture, you can actually think and say, immaturity brought the devil down. Can you imagine that? He was one of the archangels in heaven. Lucifer was one of the archangels in heaven and then he's saying in Isaiah 14 I will be like the most high and I will go above the most high can you imagine hello sense most high means there's something high above that <laughs> and the devil is saying I'll be like the most there's only one high most high That he did it out of pride. Wanted to just get to that high place without having the match. I mean, you can't be God. You can't come to that high place. To stay within your calling. And so Paul is writing to Timothy and saying, don't let that happen again in the church. What happened to the devil where he fell from his place? Don't let that happen. Don't put somebody immature into that position because he's going to be lifted up and say, okay, I got to be the next pastor of this church. I feel I'm more mature, more blessed, more seasoned, more smart looking. And yeah, I've done a Bible course there. Hello. <laughs> Spiritual maturity does not come with age. There is human wisdom and God's wisdom. How do you know? 1 Corinthians chapter 13 how do you know you're mature let's just oh, I don't know we're just looking at one part of scripture 1 Corinthians 13 and I think it's the 11th verse when I was a child I spoke as a child I understood as a child I thought as a child but when I became a man I put away childish things say that with me I need to put away childish things I need to put away become childish mature. mature so how do you know that you're not a child or you are a child by the way you understand by the way you speak and the by the way you think when I was a child I spoke as a child so when you listen to people speaking you know whether they're a child or whether they're mature they got capacity the way I understood as a child the way their mind goes I thought as a child What, you, what they say, what, how they understand, how they think shows for their maturity. Somebody might be 10 years, 20 years in the Lord or even 30 years or 40 years in the Lord but you speak with them and then you know they're thinking like a child. It's about them. It's not about God. It's not about anything else. It's about them. The children are selfish. They're like, can I have my toy? I want my fellow done now. I'm going to cry. I'm going to show a face. I'm not going to learn unless you give me that lollipop. Hello baby, grow up. There is surplus for you. A child cannot be corrected. The moment you correct, they'll say, Mommy doesn't like me. Pastor correction says, He doesn't like me. One Corinthians 3 also speaks about how a child. It says there about maturity and 
too bad that I have to speak this in the church that I pastored for so many years. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, 1 and 2 and 3. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with meat. For you were not able to hear it, neither were you able. For you are carnal. For where there is envying and strife and divisions, are you not carnal? And you walk as men. Babes, because you're still envying, wanting to create divisions. Always wanting to things to go their way. There are people who, you know, who don't mature capacities down there, who lose respect for other people. They, they place respect for other people based on that position or money or the car they drive or the dress that they wear or even family lives. Sometimes wives look down on their husbands because the husbands are not earning as much as them. Or suddenly, or suddenly he's lost his job and then they lose respect for their husband. They don't have the capacity. Don't respect your husband because of money. As a matter of fact, the Old Testament, the woman worked, you know. Look at Proverbs 31. I mean, the woman speaking about the godly woman in Proverbs 31, she would work day and night and sustain the family, the Bible says. But that didn't make her above the man. It is, you care for each other. We're there for each other. It doesn't matter. You lost your job. I totally respect you. You are the one God placed above me. You're not suddenly looking and say, okay, now I've... Children happen to children. They don't respect their parents because they're now making more money than their parents ever made. What? I got my own money. I can do what I want. Who are you to ask? Lift your hand and say, Lord, give me capacity. Give me maturity. Let my childishness go. In the name of Jesus, help me to take care of each other. Help me to be a builder of, your, of my home, of my family, of my relationships, of the church. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. God will never give you so much more money that your soul goes. Soul is destroyed. You know, I remember somebody who was with me. I loved him very much. And I really want, he had a calling, a gifting. And he was looking for a breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. And I told him many a time, Mone, I sense, you know, his breakthrough was not coming. And I said, the moment your breakthrough comes, you will leave church. The moment you think your breakthrough comes, you are... Yeah, we don't need to be me in this church anymore. Not arrogantly, but you will. Because the only reason you are here right now is because you yourself feel like a failure and your breakthrough has not come. So you're trying everything, every spiritual gymnastics for your breakthrough to come. But if your breakthrough comes, and you step away from your calling. I'm not saying you'll step away from God and go away, but you'll step away from your calling because you will want to do things your own way, even ministry. I told that person at least three to four times. At the same time, I had to pray for his breakthrough also because I realized he was miserable without his breakthrough. And he got his breakthrough and within six months he was gone. Well, we still love each other, but it's no longer walking with the Lord. Look at Genesis 18. Oh, we, we were taking a long time with this, but I think Genesis chapter 18, Abraham and Sarah, 99 year old Abraham doesn't have a child. Sarah is good as dead. Her womb is good as dead. The angel of the Lord appears in the tent. They entertain the Lord. 
his presence they worship the lord and the lord says something the 14th verse is anything too hard for the lord is anything too hard for the lord at the time appointed i will at the time appointed i will return unto thee i will return unto thee according to the time of life according to the time of life you know i read that and i thought you know just 9 months because <laughs> aris they got to have a baby so another 9 months but bible scholars believe that it was another whole year later 12 months so god is giving 3 months for preparation husband and wife do what you got to do make it happen the promise is there my presence is there but now 3 months grace period you got to make it happen revelation 3 i've kept before you an open door that no man can close god keeps an open door god doesn't carry you through the door and say this is the dining room this is the bedroom you got to do your part get in and walk some are too laid back they just want the food on the table they're too laid back they're saying my breakthrough is not coming my blessing is not coming why because you've not matured you've not put into practice what god has spoken unto you it is when opportunity meets preparation that miracles happen surplus comes in imagine you want to be in the catering business and somebody comes and gives you an opportunity and says can you cook for 1000 people and he says i have not cooked for more than 5 people you got the opportunity but you're not prepared hallelujah lift your hands to the lord and say lord prepare me lord prepare me amen he is coming with a limited boat and with a limited net before an unlimited god nammal aaradhikkunna devam aagasham bhoomi srishtichcha devam avana sadhyamayi onnumilla he can fill your cup he can fill your barrel he can fill your life to overflow but it is based on your capacity increase your capacity amen see he had so much of blessing that not only his boat but the boats of the ones who came to help him also were about to sink when capacity is limited supply is limited are you with me amen lift your hand and say lord increase my capacity glory be unto the name of jesus amen hallelujah blessed be the name of jesus we don't have time to go through more but the attitude one was to the capacity to build two was his attitude to give his attitude to give he gave jesus his boat he gave the fish that he cut or the lord allowed him to catch to other boats he said hell you know the holy spirit said something and i pray that the seal put the same thing into your heart the time for the church to say hell i am in need somebody get me some fish is over the time is hell i got too much fish somebody get this into your boat shout to Jesus and say it is going to be my season of surplus god i need help but too much of blessing i need to make more room i need to give i need to give and give because of too much blessing നമ്മളെ ഹെൽപ്പ് നോക്കുമ്പോൾ നമ്മൾ എന്തിനാ ഹെൽപ്പിനെ വിളിക്കുന്നത് എടാ കടംതനം വേണ്ടി വല്ല ഉണ്ടോ ഹലോ ഹെൽപ് ഹെൽപ് ആ സീസൺ മാറാൻ പോവാന്നാ പറഞ്ഞത് 
ഈ പ്രസംഗിക്കുന്ന യേശുവിന്റെ നാമത്തിന്റെ അധികാരത്തിൽ പറഞ്ഞു എന്റെ ആ ഒരു അവസ്ഥ മാറാൻ പോവുകയാണ് ഫ്ലോയിംഗ് ഓഫ് മൈ ബോട്ട് 